ladies and gentlemen all over the world, welcome to a brand new episode of Prime Talk with Rodimus Prime. I'm your host, the one and only Rodimus Prime here on this late night, this late Saturday night, Memorial Day weekend, uh, May 28th, 2022. I like to forget what day it was, but nonetheless, I am here. Never, never fear. Rodimus Prime is here on tonight's show. I'm going to be giving you my predictions, if you will, on double or nothing, AEW double or nothing. For the first time in three years, All Elite Wrestling is going back to Las Vegas for their annual double or nothing event. The main event for that show, the main event for tomorrow's card as of this recording is Adam Hangman Page defending the AEW World Championship against one CM Punk. I'll talk more about that a little later. It's a lot going down. It has been a lot going down this week as far as AEW is concerned and some other stuff in which I'll talk about a little later. But let's just go ahead and get into the predictions. Now, before I do, I do have to criticize AEW for one thing. They have 13 matches on this card, right? Now, granted, this is a stat card, a loaded card. A lot of the matches look pretty good on paper. Now, some of these matches they could put on, say, Rampage or Dark. Well, not necessarily Dark. uh, Dynamite. That's what I'm trying to say. They could put some of these matches on Dynamite or Rampage. 13 matches, you would think this is WrestleMania if it was just one night, if WWE was booking this. And knowing if WrestleMania was one night, WWE would probably make WrestleMania like nine hours. I mean, seriously. The reason I say that, because do we need to relive WrestleMania 35 and how long that was? I've talked about that before on this show, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, Like I said, I'm, I'm sure... Some of these matches could have been saved for Rampage or Dynamite. I I think most of these matches will probably have short time. Some of these matches will probably be longer than 15 minutes or whatever. So I'll talk about it once I'm done watching it, depending on how long the show will be. 13 matches, you can say the show will probably be at least five hours. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, let's just go ahead and get on with the review, shall we? I mean, the preview, if you will. Uh, we'll start on. We'll start off with the buy-in. Uh, they announced this this week on Dynamite. It will be Hookhausen, the team of Hook and Danhausen, taking on the team of Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. That should be an easy win for Hookhausen. Uh, Hookhausen can easily be the most likable team in AEW. I mean, the combination of Hook and Danhausen speaks for itself. So nonetheless, I'm taking Hookhausen to win. Next, we had a match. We we have a match that was announced uh, on Wednesday or Friday, sometime this week. Darby Allen taking on Kyle O'Reilly, one half of Red Dragon. Now, if you recall last week, uh, Kyle dropped the knee off the turnbuckle on Sting's ankle after Adam Cole put the chair on his ankle. So Sting's going to be out for quite a while. Darby Allen is looking to get revenge. These two were in the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament and both took a loss. Uh, But nonetheless, like I said, Kyle O'Reilly, he's looking to uh, pick up the momentum where he left off. Darby is looking to get revenge for his older friend, his um, elder statesman, if you will. So I'm picking Darby Allen to take that win. 
Then we'll have the AEW TBS Championship as Jade Cargill takes on Anna Jay. Now, if you recall, these two faced off before, and Anna Jay took a loss, and I think come tomorrow night, she'll take another loss. Now, I do feel as if this match will be a little better, but there's no reason why Anna Jay uh, should be defeating Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill, who is a part of the baddies faction, she's been on a roll in her short time in AEW, in her short time in this business, and she, you know... She's gotten better every time I've watched her. Not that I'm saying Anna Jay can't give her a run for her money. But the bottom line is, this is Jade Cargill's time right now. So there is no reason, no reason whatsoever why Anna Jay should be winning. Not that I'm saying she won't be uh, giving it her best. But what I'm saying is, Jade Cargill is my pick to win. So I got Jade. Next, we'll have a six-man tag team match, if you will. The House of Black, Malachi Black, Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy's, yeah, that's funny. Buddy Matthews and Brody King taking on Phoenix, Penta, and Pack, known as Death Triangle. Now, I would start the show off with this because, I mean, you got two of the best trios teams in AEW right now with those trios titles coming real, real soon. Um, honestly, I would. I would probably have this match go probably, say, 12 minutes at best. Probably tw 10 to 12 minutes. Who knows how long this time will be. But if you were to ask me who I'm winning, I'm clearly picking the House of Black. I mean, it's bad enough we don't get to see them on TV enough. You know, Death Triangle, we see them every now and then. If they're not on Rampage or Dark or Dark Elevation, whatever the case may be. But... I would love to see more of the House of Black. You know, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, and Malachi Black, that trio fits so well. They click, they gel so well together. And it's one of the crying shames that they're not on TV as much as they should be. That being said, this should be, if this is the, the opener of the show, uh, as, far, as far as the main card is concerned, I'm taking the House of Black. Next, we have MJF versus Wardlow. Now, I've been seeing this news about MJF. Apparently, he did not. Uh, no, he apparently didn't show up to the meet and greet. You know, it's a lot of stuff behind the scenes as far as MJF and AEW is concerned, and it's not good. I'm not going to dwell on that much. But if he is to show up, being MJF, uh, you know. This story is the best story in AEW right now. Wardlow is trying to get out of his contract from MJF and sign a contract with AEW. MJF is basically holding Wardlow hostage, basically giving him the Cody Rhodes treatment, if you will. And we saw what happened on Wednesday night. That being said, again, if this match happens, barring the news that we've been seeing all day and stuff, um... I'm taking Wardlow. I'm, I think Wardlow will finally get out of his contract with MJF. I think he will sign a contract with AEW. Because this reminds me of the stuff with Batista and Triple H and everything that they were going through, you know, in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. And this, this, like I said, this story is perfect. This story is one of the, one of, if not the best story in AEW going on right now. That being said, 
I'm taking Wardlow. Next, we have the Men's Owen Hart Foundation Cup Final with Samoa Joe taking on Adam Cole Bebe. Now, as I mentioned Wednesday night, this is the first time ever in any ring, in any promotion, that Adam Cole and Samoa Joe have faced off. Now, they had some interaction during their NXT days. Uh, both wrestled for Ring of Honor. They've been all over the world. They're two of the best wrestlers in the game today, not just in AEW, in the wrestling business, period. I think this should be a good one. Now, when you look at it on paper, you could say, well, Adam Cole and his girlfriend, Britt Baker, who I'm going to talk about a little later, you could say that they're easily going to win because it's Adam Cole, Britt Baker, you know, they're dating, stuff like that. But not so fast. Not so fast. I'm taking Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe is going to win the Owen on the men's side because he clearly stated that once he came into AEW, he wants to do everything possible in AEW. And that being one being winning the Owen Hart Cup. And I think he will win on Sunday, which is tomorrow. I think Samoa Joe will win on Sunday. And I think he will be the first ever Owen Hart uh, Foundation Cup Tournament Champion. Um, next, we have a six-person mixed tag team match with Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Paige Van Zant making her in-ring debut representing American Top Team, which is led by Dan Lambert, taking on the team of Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti. Let me tell y'all something, man. I don't know how y'all feel about this stuff, but I'm tired of this stuff. I'm tired of this shit. This has been dragging on for months and months and months and months. Feels like this stuff has been dragging on forever with the way that they have been toying with that TNT title. Now, I did see the new TNT title that Scorpio Sky had, Scorpio Sky had on Rampage last night. You know, I saw the picture of it and I think it's dope. I like it. I really do like it. But that being said, you know, like I said, um, this stuff with Sammy and ATT and Scorpio and the title and Ty and all this type of stuff, it's just annoying. You look at the AEW roster, right? You know, I talked about Samoa Joe. I talked about Adam Cole. You look at other guys like Malachi Black, who I just mentioned, Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee, um, Buddy Matthews. Darby Allen at one point was the TNT champion. The late great Bro uh, Brody Lee, God rest his soul, was the TNT champion. Uh, Miro. Miro was the TNT champion. He actually did a pretty damn good job as champion. And you look at other people who are deserving more than Sammy at this point to get a shot at the TNT title. Swerve Strickland. Jungle Boy. I mean, you could throw names out there all day. But the way that they have dragged this out, the way that they have put this out on the forefront, it's really annoying. I'm over it. I don't care. None of this makes any sense. You clearly see as you're watching the product on TV, you're clearly seeing as you watch the rivalry that they really don't know what to do with the title. And I, I really hope and pray that Scorpio Sky has a better title reign than he did last time. Because they 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 brought up his undefeated streak and all that type of stuff. And then within a month, I guess a month, uh, he ended up losing the championship back to Sammy, sadly. 
And then you add Frankie Kazarian, who got a shot at uh, Scorpio. And Scorpio basically turned his back on him, if you will. Now, Ethan Page did throw in a stipulation where if Sammy's team lost, Sammy could no longer challenge for the title so long as Scorpio Sky is the champion. And I'm picking American Top Team. Like I said, I'm sick of all this. I'm just over at this point. I I really hope. And me and War Machine MJ, shout out to him. We were texting earlier about this. I really hope this is over. That we can finally get to something else besides Scorpio Sky and Sammy Guevara. Because if I see another match between them two, I swear, I swear I'm going to lose it. I'm sick of all of this. It's very, I'm going to be very curious to see how Paige Van Zant does. Because I really want to see how she does. Uh, Ty Conti, you know, I've watched her before, so whatever. But like I said, I really, I'm in the majority where I say I want this stuff to be over and done with. So I'm picking American Top Team. And I hope for a long time, I hope for a long time that Sammy Guevara does not get another shot at that TNT title. Because he does not need it whatsoever. Uh, next, we'll have the Hardys, Matt and Jeff, the legendary Hardys, the Hardy Boys, taking on Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Now, I didn't watch Rampage last night, but I did see what they did when they came out mocking the Hardy Boys and stuff like that. Um, and then they had Gangrel come out because, you know, Gangrel and the Hardys were uh, they were doing the brood stuff in WWF, WWE now. Uh, and then they you know, laid the boots to him. Of course, the Hardys had to come save their old friend. I I think this is going to be a good match. Now, Matt on Wednesday, he and Jeff cut a promo where Matt called Matt and Nick Jackson cosplaying Hardy wannabes. And a lot of people could say that to this day. You know, the Young Bucks have been doing this 15 plus years. The Hardys have been doing this for damn near half of what the Young Bucks have been doing. They've been doing this since the early 90s, right? Uh, and they faced off before and all that type of stuff. This match should be no different. Now, of course, they're older. Times are different. That's beside the point. This match should be good. I think this should be one of the best matches on this card. That being said, I think the Hardys will uh, shut those cosplaying Hardy Boy wannabes up. And I got Matt and Je- I got Matt and Jeff winning the match. So the Hardys are my pick to win. But I think it should be a good match. Next, we have the finals of the Women's Owen Hart Cup Tournament, where Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, will take on Ruby Soho, who defeated Chris Statlander um, last night on Rampage. And she said during her promo after the match, she has a receipt and she's going to cash in on that receipt. Now, if you recall, months ago, Ruby challenged Britt for the AW Women's Championship. Britt Baker at the time was the Women's Champion. Unfortunately, Ruby came up short. And I think she will come up short again. I think this should be a decent match. You know, two of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Two of the best women's wrestlers that AEW has to offer. Um, I feel like this is clearly tailor-made for Britt Baker. Now, it could go to Ruby. It could go to Ruby. Who knows? Who knows how this is going to play out? But the bottom line is, I think that Britt Baker is going to win. 
Now, like I said earlier, when I was talking about the men's tournament, um, you could easily say, well, Adam Cole and Britt Baker are going to win and then something may happen. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what type of surprises are going to happen tomorrow night? But as I mentioned, I have Samoa Joe for the men's and I think Britt Baker will win for the women. I think they're going to switch it up tomorrow night. Who knows? Who knows what Tony Khan has planned for tomorrow as far as this match and double or nothing. But that being said, you know, like I said, this should be a decent match. I got, I have Britt Baker DMD winning this match. Then we'll have an Anarchy in the Arena match. Not a stadium stampede. No, no, no. Not like we've had the last two years. We will literally have Anarchy in the Arena at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. It will be Chris Jericho and his crew, the Jericho Appreciation Society, taking on the team of Brian Danielson, John Motsley, Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. Now, all have history with Chris Jericho, especially Santana or Santana and Ortiz, being that they formed the uh, inner circle. Then you got Eddie Kingston after what happened at the last pay-per-view. He has been dying. He has been dying to get the uh, to get his hands, if you will, on Chris Jericho, especially after you put that fireball in his face because Chris Jericho's walking around calling himself a wizard. Then you got Brian Danielson. You know, he's out there helping Eddie and whatnot. You know, he and Eddie have had their back and forth. John Motsley, of course, has his history with uh, Eddie Kingston. I mean, not Eddie Kingston, but Chris Jericho, being that he defeated Chris Jericho to become AEW World Champion. And, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff involved. So this should be one hell of a match. I'm very curious also to see how this match plays out. Because basically you could say this is like a, like a hardcore match, if you will. Because this is called Anarchy in the Arena. So it's going to be a lot going down throughout, the, throughout this match, if you will. But that being said, who am I picking to win? Uh, I'm picking the baby faces to win. I got Motsley, Danielson, Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. I got the baby faces going over on the uh, JAS, if you will. But it's definitely going to be anarchy with those 10 men in the ring. So I'm looking forward to that. The AEW Women's World Championship is on the line as Thunder Rosa defeat will take on, I almost said defeated, she will take on Serena Deeb. Now, Serena Deeb has been on a tear as of late. Now, I'm not the biggest Serena Deeb fan, but she's a very good wrestler, and I appreciate her work. I love Thunder Rosa, but if I can be completely honest, if I can be solely honest here, her title reign since since beating Britt Baker a couple months ago has been kind of shit, right? Now, I understand you need somebody to face. You need heels to face. Her first rivalry was against uh, Nyla Rose, who was champion before. I really didn't care for that. Now I feel as if Thunder has her, uh, she has something to sink her teeth in, if you will. Because like I said, Serena has just been on a tear. She's been uh, killing it every chance she gets, especially when it came to her rivalry with Hikaru Shida. Now, on paper, some people would say, well, 
Thunder Rose is going to lose to Serena and she's going to become the women's champion. I don't think that will happen. I think she will get, I think Thunder Rosa will be tested come tomorrow night. I think she will be deeply tested as far as Serena is concerned because she's going to give her a run for her money. She's going to make her earn that match, if you will. She's going to make her earn it. Both ladies are going to go out there and put on one hell of a performance. That's if the crowd is still still alive with these 13 matches. But I think Serena Deeb is going to make Thunder Rosa earn it come tomorrow night. But I think I think Serena will come up short. I think Thunder Rosa will retain the AEW Women's World Championship. So Thunder Rosa is my pick. Next, we have the three-way match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships as Jurassic Express, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy will defend the championships against Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks representing uh, Team Taz. And they will take on Swerve Strickland and the Limitless One himself, Keith Lee. Now, uh, Jurassic Express, they've had a good reign thus far. You know, they've been taking on all comers, if you will. Team Taz has their eyes set on the tag team championships. They want those belts. Maybe th- uh, Ricky Starks can have a championship that's actually recognized, unlike the FTW championship, but I digress. Then you have Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. Those two, I mean, you cannot tell me that those two don't mesh together, right? Now, here's where Christian Cage comes in. There's been some dissension, if you will, between him and Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Well, more so him and uh, Jungle Boy. And I can see Christian Cage playing a factor in this match. Now, will he help? Uh, Jurassic Express, I don't know. Will he turn on them? I think so. I think what will happen, I think Christian Cage will cost Jurassic Express the championships. And my pick is Team Taz. I got Powerhouse Hobbs and uh, Ricky Starts walking out the new tag team champions. I think a title will change hands tomorrow night. I think the tag titles will change hands tomorrow night. And then you could see a rivalry brewing between Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. Now, Christian Cage is no Samoa Joe. He's no MJF. He's not a spring chicken, but at his age, in his mid to late 40s, he can still go. I wouldn't mind seeing a match between him and Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is one of the future stars of AEW, if you will. Not Christian Cage. No disrespect. But I think, and I could be wrong, that Christian Cage will cost Jurassic Express the Tag Team Championships and Team Taz, Hobbs, and Starts will walk out the new champions. So Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starts, again, are my picks. Then we'll have the main event for the AEW World Championship as Adam Hangman Page takes on CM Punk. Now CM Punk coming off that momentum from his last pay-per-view match that dog collar match, if you will, with MJF. Hangman, you know, he hasn't had the best title reign, but he's been killing it. You know, he's, he's had some good matches and stuff. And CM Punk, I guess you could say after Wednesday, was trying to get in the head, if you will, of one Hangman page. He was trying to, uh, if you will, live rent-free in his head. And he's trying to get the man to shake his hand. 
He said, you will shake my hand after the match. And Hangman ain't having none of it because he has made it clear that he is not willing to shake the man's hand. So eventually he's going to have to shake his hand because I got Hangman winning this match. I think they're going to go out there. They're going to have one barn burner of a match. And I think they're going to try to turn. They, they're going to turn it up a notch. They're going to try to turn it up a notch. They're going to try to tear the house down, if you will. If the, Again, if the crowd is still alive after these 13 matches. Because, again, I think I think the pay-per-view will be at least five hours. But that being said, uh, this should be one hell of a match. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. This is CM Punk's first title shot at the world title. And Hangman is looking to keep his title reign intact. But I think he will... I won't say dispose of CM Punk, but he will let CM Punk know just because you've been gone for seven years and you come in here, you're not going to take this title off of me that easy. So Hangman Page is my pick. That being said, those are my picks for AEW Double or Nothing tomorrow in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. I will be watching uh, whatever I let wherever I whatever I missed, I will be watching, but I will give you my review. You know, I always say that and never it never comes to fruition, but I promise you and you can hold me to that. I will give you my review. So that being said, you all give you all have a good night, a blessed night. Stay safe. I will see you. I will see you on the next podcast, whenever that may be. My name is Rodimus Prime and I will see you guys next time.